0: Power. 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 There's some glory coming through with that power. power. No fear. Power. It's episode 29. You
1: feel the power.
0: Yep. Power. <laughs> yeah. It's power. Yeah. Hey, minute after minute, hour after hour, power. we devouring just power with that power-hood. power. Power. Coming clean, coming fresh like a shower. I told you before, it tastes a little sour, cause you coming too sweet. We like sour patch kids. Hit you with that realness, that grit. At the same time, hit you with some sweet, put in some sugar. Uh, picking it up like these little kids picking boogers. Hey, <laughs> I'm old school like Booger on that hoop movie. It wasn't hoop dreams, it was soul in the hole. I go gold after gold. I just stand and tower over these fools like a totem pole, and I stay swole even when I don't flex or work out. We got that knowledge in them beats, so you could kirk out. And I don't really have to flirt out But I just got a lot of jewels and knowledge I disperse out, out That's why we put the podcast together To give you power no matter the season, no matter no the weather. weather It's our pleasure to put this together It's more than an endeavor Cause we stay more than just clever mm. And if you ain't in your circle and trying to win Those the type of ties that you gon' have to just sever And we gon' do this thing forever and Glory Podcast, we put it
1: together, together. yeah, power. power, power, that's the power, Yo. Yeah. that's the power. the power, that's the power, the
0: power, the power, the power. The power. Ayy. Hey. can you, you feel, feel the, power? the power, that's the power, that's the power, that's the power, Yo. Yeah. can you feel the Ayy. power, shout out to Dre and Lope, they had that power. Put that power. beat together. And can that's you the feel power. the power? Feel the power. Oh, that was a powerful intro. Can yeah, you feel that? that power? I can feel that. That's that power, yeah. Feel go that? ahead and play the smack. Powerful intro. You know, that's a lot of power. One of the most powerful things I've ever heard is when I was a young boy, my father sat me down. He said, son, I'm going to tell you like my father told me. As long as you got some grits, you'll never go hungry. This is the Grits and Glory podcast, episode 29, Prepare to Be Fed. Because I mean, if you're not fully fed, you you can't have that power. So I am your host, Juan Grits. In the building, we have, I'm going to start in a different order this time. We have The Incomparable. The wisdom, (laughs) the wise oak, the thinker, thinker, the man whose voice is deep as the depths of the sea. Wow, wow!
1: (laughs) The Ghanaian Super Saiyan, EA. What's going on? What's going on? That the intro brought a lot of power. I almost felt like I was gonna go Super Saiyan right there. i
0: was
1: gonna (laughs) charge up on him. I didn't wanna. Yeah, I didn't wanna. I didn't wanna go too hype on. But yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Charging up and
0: then back from a hiatus coming back strong. The king himself, the king of the trolls, <laughs> SBZ, SB, the troll king. Call him Poppy if you must. King Poppy if you must. What's what's the deal?
2: SB What's good, man. It's good to be back and branded as the uh, the troll king. <laughs> yeah,
0: you shall ever, you shall have a B, ever be forever be on,
2: on grits king. and glory, on grits only on grits and glory. Correct, correct. You know <laughs> he's a man who
0: wears many hats, and then of course on the boards, keeping our facts right, extra speedy with the Google game, <laughs> Speedy Claxton himself. Wow, <laughs> Speedy Claxton. PM producer Matt, producer Matt is here. Right. just laughing and and keeping our levels right right now. And uh yeah, so I'm Warren grits but I got other names. So want to get last episode we got into the uh into networking. You know, we we were we were on a on a road where we went from the political game to the money game and then from the money game into the networking okay. game. And what we real what we what we focused on and summarized, definitely listen to it cuz some good stories there but focused on and summarized is that it's less about networking and more about building relationships, making little friends, mm-hmm. you know. And don't go in, don't go in it with the purpose of networking. Just go into it with the purpose of making connections. Right. And when you're in a place, step outside your comfort zone. It's the unofficial networking events, if you will, or opportunities that are going to yield the best results. But SB, this is your this is your this is your craft in a way. This is your trade. This is. This is something that you are very seasoned with. Yeah. Can you just hit the people, since you weren't able to be with us on the last episode, can you just hit the people with a few... A couple of my insights about yeah, it. Yeah, insights on that Yeah, yeah, for jewels, sure. You know, you in
2: my line of work, you know, uh, networking is everything, super political. Uh, networking is everything to me. So, you know, I feel like I'm a super connector. Uh, and what i mean by that is is that uh, you mentioned it earlier um just to connect with people and and meet them where they are mm-hmm. is important mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> no matter what you're doing i think re- it's all about relationships mm-hmm. it's all about the relationships so right. uh even today look I, I was attending a a scholarship breakfast uh early this morning mm-hmm. and it was honoring uh just a few uh deserving young people um for their recent achievements and uh, who doing great things to impact the community they were being recognized um and uh the scholarship was named uh for a man who uh did a lot of mentoring um former png uh that's you know top uh 20 company in the world one of the largest companies in the world procter and gamble yeah procter and gamble um and uh so the scholarship was in his name given opportunity to young people who um who the message of the the whole event was, um, you know, achievement and and how and best practices, right? So the mm-hmm. keynote speakers were two uh, former Proctoids, uh, and uh, they pause. Yeah, they, that's what they call them, Proctoids. What, what are you talking about? Is that is that a is that is that a, like a derogatory thing? That's what they call them. You work at P and G? No, I, no, I no, I just. I, if that didn't sound right. That didn't sound right. Okay, you can you can throw that out there. <laughs> okay, you know. Okay. So a couple of guys who work for Procter and Gamble, very well off. Um, I'd say uh, in the baby boomer um, range, they're probably like fifty, maybe going on sixty, mm. um, in that range. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were giving insight about how to how to be successful. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the difference between transactional um, relationships and uh, you know relational.
0: Ne- okay yeah, natural relation or relation. Well,
2: yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not, um, you know, connecting with someone with the thought of what you're going to get immediately. Uh, I know we live in a society that I, what's, in, what's consider, in it for me. Yeah. It's what's in it for me. Uh, instant gratification. I do this, I get this, mm-hmm. uh, you have to build your relationships over time. And, uh, I think that something that I took from it is, uh, um, one of the speakers said that if you're in a workplace or if, if the young people got to a, position where they're working with people mm-hmm. um in your given uh space wherever you are uh specializing in you should know five to six people you know a couple mentors someone who can help you and guide mm-hmm. you along the way uh the old the uh, overall premise is nobody is self-made mm-hmm. all right okay so anybody that you hear say you know um self-made millionaire or self-made this so it doesn't exist okay. in the real world. So that, that's
0: that's the. So you should just know five to six people.
2: Well, no, the, one, the ones who are like you know they hold positions, who have a particular wisdom, mm-hmm. who can give you pointers in how to navigate mm-hmm. a particular workplace, especially if you're. Uh, Uh, I'd say a traditionally under underrepresented
0: uh, minority in Mm. in society. So you should try to connect with five to six people at a high that are at a higher position, higher position than than you position that you want to get to. Absolutely, that should be the rule of thumb. At least five to six. Getting out of your comfort zone. Because
1: one thing, and I wanted to say before, is that uh, it's something I thought about after, like I guess, having my own network uh, story, somewhat like you did in the last episode. And I, it hit me that everybody is one person away from being where they want to be. You know, we, 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 you know, cause there's one person that can lead you to a certain place that will, that will, that could expand your, you know, I guess what your future endeavor, your career, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There's always person, like you said, nobody's a, a self-made. They always had that one person that gave them a chance, you know, or they gave them an opportunity, which took them. To another level, mm-hmm. you know. what I mean, so yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, you no know, self-made millionaires. You know, there's always there's always something that 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 starts up, that starts you on that on that right path or the, in your journey to to greatness. You know, right. But you have to. I mean, but it, in order to do that, you have to connect with people. Absolutely. So if you
0: connect with five to six people that are on that level, then you have five to six times the chance mm-hmm. at getting that. At, where you wanna be. Yeah, getting one where we you want to get It only way. takes one. Yeah. It only takes one. Okay. One. Excellent. I like that. Appreciate that, S B. Yeah. Appreciate yes, that. Yes, sir. Yes sir. So uh gonna get into get some insight and some insight that I wanted to start with. So again, we're recording this by the time you hear this, you know, the uh the NBA finals should be over. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna Who's playing this year? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, it's the Raptors and the and the Golden State Warriors and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna say who's gonna win or who's gonna lose. This is the this is the you know, I like to take different angles on things. This is what I wanted to think about. This is the only thing that I could think about this year. This this finals has been very entertaining and it's been kind of up in the air. And the only thing I could think about is this is the first NBA Finals in the last fourteen years where there hasn't been LeBron James. Hmm. Okay, that's like yeah. think about that for a minute. Almost fourteen years straight, LeBron James has been in the finals. Like, like that's like from that's like from one years old to like. Eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Seventh grade. That's Eighth some grade. people's lifetime. Yes. Yeah. that's it. If, you're pre, if you're a preteen, why are you listening to Grace and Glory? But if you're a preteen, <laughs> this is your whole lifetime. This man has been in the finals, in the top. It, it, it could be your lifetime, too. You, you're living uh, different than you were 14 years ago. That's true. And you know, some of us, I meant to ask you something about the breakfast uh-huh. real quick before I get into LeBron. Okay. Crucial question about this this scholarship breakfast that you went to this morning. Did they serve grits? They did have grits. Oh, that's how you know. Hey, that's hey, how you know. Hey, look, hey, look. They, they absolutely did have grits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how you know. It was, it was a
2: real thing. It was, was a blessing. Like specialized. Uh, it was polenta, wasn't it? Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't say that I remember. You have to, I can't you have to that listen that to the it. last episode yeah, to get that yeah, reference. Uh, you have to listen to that, that last episode. That above my head. You know. But,
0: all right, so going back, I just had to take that sidebar quick for trip for a second. Going back to the to LeBron, like I know that there's a there's a debate about you know whether or not who who's the greatest basketball player of all time, mm. and you know for some people, I mean, I think it's really generational. For some people, you could say Wilt Chamberlain. For some people, if you want to go by champ, like our gener- uh, our generation older is going to say Jordan. But if you want to, and he's got the six rings, but if you really want to go by championships and rings, Bill Russell. Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell. Bill Russell's up there. Yep. And then Robert Horry would be like third. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> he's Something got like, like eight of them. No, I think he's got like six. Uh-huh. Like Jordan.
2: You gotta, no, I think he's got more than Jordan. Okay, but yeah, no. Robert got, Horry? Yeah. Fact check? You can fact check that,
0: but hey, he's up on that list. Role player. Producer Matt, can you check how many, how many rings does Robert Horry have? He's on it. The Lakers. He got one. But, uh, with the Spurs. How do you spell it? He played for the Rockets. H-O-R-R-Y. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Robert
1: H-O-R-R-Y. Spurs, Lakers
2: Rockets. Come on.
0: That's about seven. MRB. Seven. Seven. Yeah, seven ranks. Wow. SB. Called big. Wow. Seven total so, with three it. different teams. More than Jordan, uh, less than Bill Russell. Hey, mm-hmm. he's what, on the list. Bill no, Russell got 11, no, right? No, Robert Lurie yeah. is a role player. Oh, okay,
2: but see, now you're going into different stuff. You said mm-hmm. rings and championships. Didn't okay, you? well, oh, I said
0: no. I said if we're going by rings, then the Russell rings, would right. be. You know, like people make the argument of Jordan versus LeBron that it's I'm throwing it's based that wrinkle in there. You say if we're going rings, by rings, we going by yeah.
1: rings.
2: So, if we go by rings. It's still Russell. Russell. And he some people
1: Russell. say some people say Oscar Robertson was the original Jordan. I hear that as well. The Oscar the Robertson, Dada.
0: is one of the best. One of one of the greatest. Um, but I just want to. I don't think we we take into account the level of dominance. I don't think there's ever been any other player to go to. You know, he didn't win them all, but yeah. to go to 14 straight finals Man, and be I... the dom be the dominant player in 14 straight finals. You think, and especially you think about the transition from Miami <clears throat> to Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland to Miami, would... and then back to Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Cause the first couple <laughs> finals were with Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Cleveland and Miami. Like Cle- back to Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. with nobody. Then to Miami, dominate. Then back to Cleveland. A couple seasons with Harley with nobody. You know, remember yeah, that one Della season. Yeah, What is his name? Right, Dellavedova. Remember that season? <laughs> yeah. Both Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt. Yeah. Uh, and okay. he's like, he had to do it again. So just himself. the dominance. The sheer dominance in the power. So, so I you th- you like LeBron James. Well, this is what I want to put. Two things I just want to <clears> think about. Since <throat> since this finals is over, whoever won is won. Uh-huh. This is over. Just think about this is the first time this man one the, the whole Kevin Durant thing reminds you how durable LeBron is. Like LeBron has never had a major, major injury. This is the first. This Lakers season was the first season ever that he's lo- he's missed. True. considerable amount of time for an injury, injury. so think about did the, you believe it did athlete, you believe he was injured for real or yes. did you just like he didn't want to really no in the beginning I thought he was faking it but no for as long he would never be out that long if he wasn't, if he wasn't injured I believe he was really I believe he was really injured um, so second piece cause he had an opportunity to gel with that young squad and he didn't get an opportunity to gel with that young squad really cause he was mm-hmm. out so much um, second piece is, wh- I know the guy's up in age. What kind of beast is he going to come back like after one full off season of rest? You got to think about it. In those fourteen years, there's a couple Olympics. Mm-hmm. When has he ever there, really had a rest? When has he ever had a full off season to rest? That's a good question.
2: None, I don't think. I think that you know, could be, it could
0: mess with him. So I don't know. going back on our last two, so this is why this is why I think LeBron is the greatest. And it has nothing to do with actually actually with basketball. Um, <laughs> do tell. So going back <laughs> going back, I'm gonna keep referencing like if you haven't listened to all the grits and glory episodes, you need to listen to them all because they, everything ties in together. It's all connected. So it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. So two episodes ago we told a story about collaboration and cooperation in order to build your business and we told a story about collaboration in, in in chicago with um some some contractors and they used utilized the lawyer and they they helped fund that lawyer into his political life and that was barack obama
2: It right? played a part yes they gave him some money
0: they gave him some money hey cash rules everything around supported him. that guy hey you need that money was an to awesome get started story. Yeah. thank you so, um, so that's so. We talked about that, right? And then last episode, we talked about the importance of networking. You, using your resources. There are people that know things that you don't know that have access to options and opportunities that you aren't aware of until and until you start building relationships with them, you won't be exposed to these things and these opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So. LeBron James is the ultimate example of both of those concepts coming together. Because when you look at his crew, um, Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, and I think it's a brother named Um, Mims. Randy Mims. Randy Mims, okay? This is his crew that he took with him when he became a star and took under his wing. And, you know, your average athlete, has an entourage and their entourage job is to scout girls for them. Uh (laughs) keep they keep their house clean. Real talk. Watch their jewelry. Drive their cars around, you know, play semi security when they're in the club or something like that. But you usually just get, you know, is that facts? Hangers on. (laughs) No, this is a huge generalization. All right. But I, I have you I have, know, it, that's what you kind of see. I've I've known I've been friends with people who've been part of the entourage, right? And they had they didn't do much. They got paid <laughs> though. Well, they got they didn't necessarily get paid. They got taken care of. Okay. They they were allowed to stay in the house. You know, when the when the when the baller ate, they ate too. Wow. You know what I mean? When he went somewhere, they went they went along too. Wow. So it's almost like they didn't need to get paid. You know you know what I
2: I'll give LeBron credit for you know it was a stat that said that he was uh before he took his talents to South Beach um his economic impact alone was 11 million dollars by himself in the city of Cleveland wow so yeah. him leaving you know waitresses don't get tipped mm-hmm. you know mm. think about what he does to the economy yeah. that's why I feel out. like you know I I'd give him Credit for that. Besides being a player that can play the point guard, all the way up mm-hmm. to the center, to the if center. you really needed him if, to, yeah. I'm yeah, not right. saying that you he's should. A, he's a center. I'm right. not saying that the strategy says playing right. them. You know, right. he and Magic Johnson could be a point guard. I think Magic Johnson played yeah, point guard yeah. and yeah. then right. played yeah. center yeah. when he he's had a to. Rookie. Yep.
0: Yeah, Yep. So, and those are the great points. Great points there. But what he did with his crew was that he took. You know, he had professionals in place. You know, he had an agent in place. He had a business manager in place. He had people from Nike and people setting him up with these opportunities. And he took his crew with him and said, yo, yo, my agent, take Rich Paul with you when you go do these deals and when you do this and do that. You know, my business manager, take Mr. Mims with you. So on and so forth. Take Maverick here. And expose them.
2: So he gave his homeboys kind of like an intern, you know, like a crash course Mm -hmm. in some, you know,
0: perfecting their craft. Right. And then when they were ready, he fired his agents and put them into position.
1: Mm. And now. This was early, too, in the States, because this was like 04, like when I read this, it was like around 03, 04, when When y'all drafted.
2: 03 and 04,
1: uh, how old was he, like 18. He was young, but I know it's kind of when the, the whole <laughs> process started. So what Ron right. was saying in regards to right. having them around—that was around he started the, time. the process,
0: and I think I think it was around 2014 or 2015 when he actually in, like he yeah made the full transition. Well, I give him—I mean, if he started
2: that early, I'm gonna have to give him credit, bro. He's right? A, he's Yeah, he, he was playing he was chess. Just, he was just uh, legally an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably couldn't even drink at that point. I don't know. I am not you know oh three or four. I know I was young. So you know he he had
0: to be. He's younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so in, you know, and in less than, you know, it's it's twenty nineteen now. Uh uh-huh. And Rich Paul is one of the most powerful agents in the NBA right now. That's yeah. Kevin Durant's agent, right? Yeah. I think so. No. He's not? No, no, no. That's uh Rock Nation is Kevin Durant is it he has Rich Paul has Anthony Davis good 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 good. Anthony Davis so that was he was just in the headlines talking about yeah Anthony Davis to the yeah don't don't say Rich Paul didn't tell you if if a certain team picks up Anthony Davis Mm. what's that city that you don't like producer Matt I hate a lot of cities Good, <laughs> the one, the hockey city that you just said. Oh fuck, Boston! Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. such a passion. Yeah. So Rich Rich Paul said That's that strong. You know, it's the man. Celtics trade for trade for uh, Anthony Davis. Be prepared. Be prepared for him to leave in one year. So if you want to mortgage everything off, don't say Rich Paul ain't warned you. Mm. So I mean, he's he's wielding that type of power in the league already. Less than less than less than five ten years from when he was put in a position. So his network, his his, his success is right.
1: very.
2: Closely connected to his yeah. his network. And he's right? even
1: younger than LeBron. He's, he's he's like younger than him, I think.
0: Maybe a year or two or so. Yeah. 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 And I think Maverick Maverick Carter's made some moves in Hollywood, has produced uh I believe that that show. They have a show uh, on Uninterrupted. Showtime. It, they have yeah. uninterrupted. They have Uninterrupted on HBO, but they also have a show on um on um Showtime about a... Uh,
1: is that the one about the basketball player? Yes. And uh, it's kind of like, almost like his life. It's kind the of things. like LeBron's yeah. story. Yeah. I forget the name of it too. I know my brother yeah, watched it all yeah. the time. some
0: ball or something or the baller next door or something, something like that. <laughs> What's the the baller next door, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll just call it the baller next door. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so that's a perfect example of networking and collaboration coming together to build a conglomerate.
2: I think did they know each other? Like they grew up together. They grew up here. together. Yeah. Got
0: gotcha. you. Grew up. So that's
2: bringing back. your people
0: with you. Yeah, yeah. bringing your people with you. Yeah, and, and allowing
2: them to hit that a different network.
0: Right. Right. And it's mm-hmm. and it's and the question is like, how do you mix? Well, this is a question I have for y'all. How do you mix? Have you had to? And how do you mix
1: business and friendship? I think it's uh I think it it just, I think it depends. I think it depends on the, on the, on the the people. Um, You know, if I see you are passionate about, you know, your, I don't know, your podcast and I, and you see that I'm passionate about connecting people's business to entertainment in Hollywood or in, you know, uh, somewhere in New York or wherever big city, you know what i mean and we, it's and it's a na- it's just a natural you know a natural connection it's not it almost where it's it's business but it's so seamless because we're all we're on one we're on, on one accord in regards to what we do and then how we connect that it is just okay you want this to happen i got you you know what i mean so i think it just depends upon the relationship i don't think you can do that with everybody you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think it it just depends on who the people are
0: that's fair that's fair sb i see you thinking
2: I, I I think it depends also. I I I, I wondered. I was going to ask you. Business and in, in in friendship, do they seem like oil and water? Is it a commonly understood premise that you can't mix business and family or friends?
0: According to you, I think I think in general thumb like I think that's what we're kind of taught growing up. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You and believe think, it? No, I don't. Okay. I think. I think business and family and friends should absolutely mix. I think that they make perfect sense together. I think they make
2: great sense, but. I don't think people, like to EA's point, can can you, can you, are you good at business? The key, the key is, you know. Defining roles. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so,
0: you know, so uh, last week we talked to some, something else we talked about on the, on the episode, we talked about uh, Father's Day, mm. you know, so happy, happy belated Father's Day to USB. So happy belated Father's Day to USB. I appreciate it, man. Oh man. You, you, and happy yeah. belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. There we go. Shout out to all the fathers, man. We gotta give y'all extra Ooh, love. Yeah. We talked about that on the last episode. So why I wanted to bring that up is something that my father told me one time, defining roles. I called my dad one time and I said, Hey, I need I need a couple dollars. You know, I need a couple dollars. And he said he said, Okay, now, son, do you want a gift? Or do you want to borrow? Or do you want a loan? He said, "You know, w- which is gonna get me the money." He, he you're right. He like. He like. You know. He like. You know. Whichever one is fine, but let's just be clear: if it's a gift, I'm gonna just give it to you as a gift, and and that's it. We're done. Uh-huh. If you want a loan, then I'm expect my money back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So I said, uh, "Let me get a gift." I'll take the gift
1: to be on to be on the safe side. <laughs> who's
0: who's but
2: who's taking loans as an option? But we define <laughs> but we define the role. Well, that's if right. I was feeling more prideful. Be like, Dad, hey, what's the uh what's Cause the my f- interest rate on right. that? Because my first thought was,
0: you know, let me get this, I'll pay you back, Dad. But yeah. then I thought about it like, you know what? I don't want this to come between us. Yeah. So that's the key thing is defining the role. Mm-hmm. Expectation. Yeah. Expectation to say, all right you you're my friend in this role so i always had this dream and i feel like this is how lebron did it so you know i used to you know i used to rap you know i freestyle on the pod but i used to try to be a rapper and i had this dream that like once i made it once i got this big contract right i would invite all my closest friends to a dinner like the godfather or something like that
2: that's your dream that was my dream you are a rapper though like no, I'm not a Yeah, no. you a rapper, bro.
0: You no, got, I rap on I got podcast. your albums, man. I got some of your <laughs> yeah, albums. You like, and like on. four other people. So <laughs> I'm a failed rapper that's a successful You're one of the best rappers I know. I'm not even trolling. I appreciate that. I that's, appreciate you, that. Th- I'm gonna
2: just put that out Thank there. Thank you. Sir. Okay. Forget that.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you so
1: People are gonna be looking for you now. Like, absolutely. Yeah. We'll yeah. Maybe
0: one of these days. So, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll get back to it. I'll Jamie Foxx it. Right now, it's about this podcast life. So, um, you know, I have this dream i get my I get my big contract, I get my advance, or what have you, and I invite all my closest friends and family to dinner, yeah, and everyone has you know a little envelope on their plate and for some of them hey this is this is for being my my friend, my family uh i I love you, and this is. This is just a gift for you. I made it. I want you to share in the prosperity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. For others, there'll be money and a letter. (laughs) And it would say, it would say this, you can take this money as a gift and just know that I appreciate you being with me so far, but if you want to grow in business with me, this is the role that I think is best for you and there's more of this where that came from if you put the time in for that role
2: sounds like king of new york it's you like know. i've got i've got i've got work for you i got do
0: i got work for you now <laughs> if you're now and it would be like i'm going on vacation you know it, it would have two or three checklists of things that needed to be done uh-huh. on their own and i would be like i'm going on vacation for to work on my album or to go tour or whatever for 3 to 6 months and when i get back if this checklist is complete then we'll take you on in your role. We'll start your apprenticeship. So you start to do some like LeBron kind of. That was my dream. Philosophical. Yes. It never happened, but I've watched LeBron do it and it come to fruition. So, um, you know, um, so if you you mark everything off on the checklist, then you'll start your apprenticeship and we'll move forward. If you, you know, if you don't complete the checklist by the time I return, then this is a gift. This is your gift. Huh. And
2: just you know, taking in love. So you you can get paid. Basically, you can, you can, you could get paid now, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or you can earn money over time by partner by way of partnership. Yes, a long
0: more a mm-hmm. long term deal. Yep. And we're not gonna argue. We're not gonna argue. We're not gonna have a talk about it. If you do what's on this checklist, that tells you take the action. That tells me. That you're you're re- you're willing and ready to move to the next level. If you don't complete whatever's on this checklist, then I just gave you a gift, and I'm not considering you for that next level. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to argue. We don't have to talk about it. There don't have to have to be any hard feelings. Everybody got taken care of because I love you, and we're friends, and we're family. But when it comes to the business, I need to see results, and I need you. I need to know that you know your role. Mm-hmm. And if you don't then we we can't continue to do business. Mm -hmm. But we're still friends and family. we still still love. Mm -hmm. I hear you. How many
2: times do you have that dream? Is that a reoccurring? Am, Am I at that table? Do I get money?
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> see? Yes, sir. See? You Put see him my on face. the spot there. Put him on the spot. Face. That was too Paul. You paused too face. much. You see my face? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the troll king now? No. Who's I'm the tro- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You got the juice now, Ron. Oh, thank you, sir. No, and then another thing that I wanted to say about LeBron. Um, and, it, and all his greatness and why you appreciate
2: his greatness. Yeah, right. I do appreciate it. He's your favorite
0: it. player, right? I do appreciate his greatness. Oh, it's the it's the it's the role, it's the model, the role model aspect. Uh-huh. Again, so we talked about on the last episode. You know, you you believe and achieve to what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. So those kids, those kids who were at the scholarship breakfast that you went to this morning, right. SB, they believe that they could be CEOs, company runners because they saw someone that resembled them that looks like them leading the way. And they spoke to them and they interacted with them, you know, or I don't know what, what was the role of the folks from Procter and Gamble, whatever they uh, were. Keynote, Key- keynote, keynote. Speaker. They, they were their words of inspiration
2: and there was a Q and a. So these young folks that you were talking about can glean information.
0: Right. What was their background? I mean, was this high ranking oh,
2: uh, one, uh, both
0: former, um, CEOs, CEOs, okay. uh, business owners, CEOs. And, yeah. So if I see, you know, you, you, You know, they were exposed to CEOs, so there's no, they don't, they don't, they believe they could be CEOs, you know? Hmm. I had a, you know, some kids, if they're not exposed, you know, why is it that a lot of kids want to be athletes? Because that's that's all they see Mm -hmm. that resembles them, athletes and entertainers, that's all they see that resembles them, high achieving, Right. you know? They don't get exposed to seeing doctors and lawyers and judges that look like them. Yeah. I believe exposure and, and and um
2: exposure to opportunities or and and an explanation as to what an opportunity is to a young person, because sometimes recognition is is something that you get better at doing, you know? Sometimes you don't recognize an opportunity mm-hmm. or there might have been some young people in today's uh, scholarship breakfast who wanted to ask a question, but the timing or recognizing the time to do that might have passed right. them by. Okay, and so it, it's all training. To your point, um, the more exposed you are, I do believe, um, and the more options you are given, you're gonna you're gonna be in a better position. Right, you but know, just
0: you need resources, just for them to see someone that looks like them. It could be inspirational, and in that even mm-hmm. even subconsciously mm-hmm. may be, you know may spark something that comes up later, where they they believe that they could you know reach that height or go higher. Mm-hmm. That's so, the hope. That's the that was the premise of the right. whole effort. Yeah, and so and so with LeBron, not only you know, not only um, did he. You know, build his crew, his entourage, up in his his friends and family into a successful business and conglomerate. You know, he's setting that model for future professional athletes and oh, people hopefully. in that and people in that realm. I hope he's inspiring folks. He should be. I think. I think. I think. There. I think players are taking more ownership. And even on a on a second level and a second layer, what player have you have you seen that's an active player? have so much power in the actual business decisions of his team as LeBron has. I mean, when Michael he was Jordan. in Cleveland, yeah. he literally handpicked
2: his teammates. I think a lot of the I when I say a lot, I think a, a few people have. I mean, of course, clearly his predecessor Michael Jordan Yeah.
0: Michael Jordan uh, did not. Uh okay. When Michael Jordan was with the Bulls, one of his biggest beefs uh-huh. was that Jerry Krause always outruled him in the players that he wanted to have and keep
2: uh how long did that last because you know Jordan and and Pippen and they from what my research says tells me that they they were he was making moves man Jordan
0: and Pippen influenced the Bulls to pick up Tony Kukoc and, Dennis, and Dennis Rodman. No, the team made the decision on Dennis Rodman. Okay,
2: I I just I just watched some on it. it. I don't know. Well, my point is, is LeBron's not the first player that has. It, what I'm saying is that it to hand pick
0: his team.
1: Well, I think I think I know what you're both saying. Yeah. I think I'm Jordan, talking about control. Well, Jordan, I think Jordan he had, he had a he had an influence when he was with the Bulls, but. What LeBron's saying, like, LeBron is, like, he's, like, clearly, like, the one who's making, like, the decisions they're basing on on his side. You know what I mean? I haven't, I I believe that he is, but I doubt
2: that GMs in in whatever team you pick, like Cleveland or L.A. now, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he definitely has influence, but I, I wouldn't think that the administration would put out to the media or to us that, yeah, LeBron is calling the that's, shots. That's the you way know? it seems.
0: I know. I'm, def- I'm, I'm drawing distinction between sure, right. it seems okay. and, and is. What it is. Okay. okay. Right. 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 But I think definitely in Cleveland, you know, when he first returned back to Cleveland, like, I mean, it was clear in his, you know, he did that letter that said, welcome home. And remember at the time Cleveland had just drafted Andrew Wiggins. And in mm. his letter he named – the players that he was looking forward to playing with and he purposely left Andrew Wiggins out because he knew that they were going to try to trade Wiggins for Kevin Love
2: that's like Jordan uh saying to uh making sure Isaiah Thomas didn't make the uh US Olympic team right and that's a real story but that's an
0: olympic team that's i'm I'm talking about influence and power that's influence right but this what I'm saying is that's that's a normal so Jordan returned that favor. You're right. You're right. Jordan returned that favor because Isaiah influenced Jordan not to start. Beat up. (laughs) No, not to start on the All Star team the first time he made the All Star team. Oh man. So So, Isaiah Thomas influenced that. So players have influence, and mm -hmm. players have influence on maybe you know bringing in another player, one other player. You're saying LeBron is on a whole. Yes, LeBron was basically GM and head coach. Okay. Mm -hmm for the cleveland cavaliers i mean there there was one time in the finals where david Blatt drew up a play and lebron said no we're not going to do that yeah i heard that i thought that's i think when i saw a video and of then that, and though. he hit the game winning shot he hit the game winning shot on yeah. that you know and then you know does ty does this ty Lu become the head coach of the Cavs without lebron's say so mm. No. I I I don't know. I, I'm saying that he has a lot of influence. A lot of influence. Is this, this what made when
2: did you when did LeBron become your favorite player?
0: That's a really good question. Somewhere somewhere in the early Cleveland years. Early? Yeah, somewhere in the early Cleveland years. One I remember because I wanted to see, for those of you who don't remember, like there was no player more hyped coming in in as a rookie than LeBron. Mm -hmm. I remember, so my my actual, my father is from Akron. My actual family is from Akron. Mm -hmm. So I remember my father telling me about LeBron when he was 13 years old, Mm -hmm. that there's a 13 year old kid getting invited to Jordan's camps. Baby Jordan. And he's balling and, and balling with grown men and killing it. And then I remember when they televised on ESPN, his high school, Game mm-hmm. with St. Vincent St. Mary's. I remember they put him on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high schooler, and I was like, "Man, what kid is going to live up to this hype?" I and think, I remember, I think, uh, yeah, and I remember he even had the commercial, the Nike commercial, where like um, he first got the ball at his rookie, and and like so that's the whole crowd happened. were were silent. And then I watched his first game, and he dropped like. Twenty-two points or twenty-five points. Yeah, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a. Shot. I remember that against Sacramento. He, yeah, he showed up. He showed up. His first, like I, I, I've never seen anyone be this hyped, overhyped, and rise to the occasion. I was ready. I was willing and ready to watch him fail and be like, "Oh, this kid's overhyped." Because I remember. Because I tell you what, in comparison, I remember how hyped Kobe, Kobe was. Kobe was, yep,
1: yeah. And Kobe had an ugly rookie season. Yeah. He had some glimpses of brilliance, but yeah. didn't he make, but did he he didn't... make the All
2: Star team? Was no. that second
1: season? He was in the he, he when he was rookie. He was in the rookie the he it was like the game, rookie though. game. No, that was no, he wasn't in the, the game. Second season, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: First season, he was in the rookies versus sophomore. I think that was the first year they did the rookies
1: versus sophomore. Was it or some it might game. have been? I'm not sure, but I know. He yeah. In, yeah, he
0: did, and he had some dunks, and he was in the slam dunk contest his rookie year, and like he had some highlights. But he came in off the bench. Yep. He had a to. he had yep. he was playing with different pl- people.
2: Yeah. He had Ma- Magic was still playing when Kobe no, came in. No, no he wasn't. No, no, nope. no. Who, who was who was in? Jordan was still there. was that, yeah, that was, was there was was that the season before Magic retired because or after C- Magic retired? Kobe
1: came in Kobe came in the league 96 97, the 96 97 season. And so I think when Jordan they, was with the Wizards. Uh no. no, Jordan was with the Bulls. He was still with the no, Bulls, you're right, man. Yeah. This is this is and then Magic
2: was, like, maybe he
1: retired a he had, year before. He retired about two it was or like three two, years two. I think before. it was two years before because I think That's his right. last season was in, like, 94. Mm-hmm. Totally different NBA is what I'm saying.
2: Agreed. Because, you know, that was when uh, – I think the NBA right now, uh, and what I'll give players, is that I think they are over over overall more conscious. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. the players are more cerebral. Uh, <clears> they – uh, are taking more control of what uh, of of and controlling their own destiny. And I think that that's uh different from the era of basketball that I I really love and that's the mm-hmm. I'd say like 92 to 97 mm-hmm. yeah. is is, yeah. is is the Jordan era. That's the that's the different NBA, you know. That's different skill. players. Yeah, You know, um you never hear a, you'll never hear uh well, I won't say never, but it's rare that I hear interviews that might be uh, Iverson-esque, you know, practice. Pra- we talking about practice, <laughs> right? practice. No. You know, Stephen Curry, for example, is very well coached, a media coach. Most of the right. wizard players, are, most of these players are very well coached.
0: Well, two, two things. One thing when you bring up with Steph is we're getting into the point where we're having second, second generation NBA stars. So, mm-hmm. you know, Steph grew up you saying when, he got groomed that way? I, I, yeah, I, his father was, a, he grew up in that world. His father was an NBA star. Uh, I think most you know, are, though. I Tim, think, Tim yeah. Hardaway, you got Tim Hardaway Jr., you got Austin Rivers, mm-hmm. you know, you have a lot of players now. Austin's a bench loves. player, though, ain't he? No, he's no. He, yeah, I, I guess he comes yeah, off the he, bench. It's well, a he's random. A, he's off, a contributor, off, off though. One, yeah. I mean, he's not. He gets the, the microphones in front of him yeah. sometimes. Yes. And so, um, so, you know, I wasn't saying let's step out right. though. I think I, hear you. I, think I know overall, what you I know what you're and so, saying. So I think And you know what you know what LeBron I LeBron is a part of that. LeBron is a part of that. But I think the contributing factor on that uh-huh. is the AAU system. Well, yeah, everything is becoming
2: specialized, whether right. it's basketball. It's my opinion Because
0: that, NFL has not like other sport the NFL has not, I don't think players have become more player centric or player savvy. Or or taking ownership in comparison to the NBA, it's a different game. They Completely get paid. Game. They
2: get paid way less. Yeah, you know, right. Uh, for a more violent but game. But, but they, I think
0: the AAU system. Because here's the other thing. Something that we loved about the that 80s and 90s generation that is not present in the last couple of years is the idea of, um. Different stars like really disliking each other mm-hmm. and wanting to beat each other and not wanting to band together. It's like rap now. Everybody's friends for a while, right? And and, I, <laughs> and it's because <laughs> it's because everyone grew up together. Mm-hmm. Because when wow. you do when you play on these AAU teams and you go to all these camps, so you think about it, in the '80s and '90s, the greatest players, the best players from all over the country, they only saw each other at the McDonald's All American, or they only saw each other at their regional. All star game and that yeah. they, you know they had just kind of heard about each other, so at that point star. yeah or five stars so not, and when they get together, they want to take each other's heads off, but you know you got a whole generation of kids who were five stars from 13, 14 years old, and so they were banded together to be the most power powerhouse team together, so they've been knowing each other and playing with each other. they probably play you know the stars have probably played with each other more than their own actual high school team, so by the time they get to college and nba they have a level of camaraderie well they've been, they've been conditioned and familiarity with each other
2: i can i can see that i, I also feel like you know um the internet plays a big part True. in social media and in so in, in social media the ability to follow and google another player that you might hear of you know the world the world is becoming True. more flat as they say not not that i believe in flat earthers you know (laughs) i'm not a flat earther but you know what i mean like information it's just like a one world now uh you're you know information is at the at your fingertips Mm -hmm. and so you don't have that isolation you know i agree um but yeah i think that that's one thing get bringing back i think touching on um the topic of lebron is i think that's the difference he he has a he's exceptional Mm-hmm. I think he's for me. I think he's an exceptional player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's the greatest, but I think he is heralded by me as very exceptional. So
0: and so, so my three major points is, is first is the the co- collaboration and networking, b- bringing his crew up. Yeah. Second, wielding you know understanding his power and wielding it to the strongest ability possible, mm-hmm. like making team decisions, making coach decisions like wielding it, and then uh, the third piece, is that he's just your favorite player, man. No, 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 I had it, <laughs> I on, had bro. it. Come on, bro, he's just your I favorite. I had it, and I just lost it, I <sighs> had it. I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> third piece is social consciousness and social responsibility. So when, um, you know, when the incident happened in Trayvon, for, with Trayvon Martin, and LeBron was with the Heat, you know. He had the whole team wear hoodies in solidarity for Trayvon Martin. Um, When the incident happened with Eric Garner, he wore I Can't Breathe t-shirt with his warm-ups. So he's not afraid to speak out on social issues. Um, He criticized the president, and someone said, um, just shut up and play basketball and instead of just uh rolling with that i think he actually ended up producing a documentary called shut up and play ball or something along those lines just talking about athlete's role in in social you know and that's something like to the throwbacks of you know jim brown, kareem Abdul-Jabbar, other oh, you know 60s 70s player activists, tommy smith, john carlos but something that in the jordan era era it was more about kind of getting money and protecting protecting your brand and your assets so he's not afraid uh to speak out on social issues and I think that's empowering. Hmm. You know, especially for black, you know, black youth who don't have a lot of, you know, role models that, that speak
2: out and step up. He has dimensions outside of basketball that extend Correct. further than
0: Yeah. You know. So I think those three factors make him the greatest player to me. And it doesn't, even, it, it, there are out factors outside of basketball, but he has redefined what it means to be a professional athlete. I think he's redefined it from, um, I, 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 I'm a, redefined it from having an owner to becoming an owner. So however you wanna word that, mm-hmm. no, I'm not gonna say what you were if you have an uh, owner but he's refined that mentality from, I gotta do what I gotta do, having an owner, to me taking full ownership. And so we talked about this way, way, many episodes back, talked about the levels of manhood. And the levels of manhood are, you know, supreme, supreme rulership over your domain. And first, your first domain is your body and mind. So keeping himself in tip top shape, never being hurt, keeping his mind, keeping his business right, you know, with all the grits and glamour and all of the temptation and all the opportunities for scandal and everything else, you know, keeping his morals and integrity intact, keeping his family together, that, yeah, that, sorry. The next domain is your, your family, your closest, your friends and family, keeping them involved in the business, raising his children, being a strong family man. Then your next level is your community, so social activism, Bringing money back into the community, building business, and then you know the country, the whole you know, just expand out from there. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you know, this guy's a role model for manhood. He he has conquered all of those levels of domain. Have you ever written
2: written a letter to him?
0: No, this is my letter. This is my letter. This is my letter oh, to the blog. Signed, sealed, delivered, Juan Gritz. Juan Gritz P.S. loves you, babe. Strive for greatness. <laughs> Strive for greatness. So, yeah.
2: So, yeah. So, that's... Um, no, he's definitely someone who's a... He's a role model, man. Yeah.
0: And then, to to put a little bow in it, we go with bas- to the basketball piece. And this is what I would say. Um, Michael Jordan is the most competitive and the, and has the, the biggest killer instinct of probably any athlete ever. Meaning that how I look at it is, his perspective is, I'm going to beat you. My Like, I, I put the right, my team is going to play up to my level and we're going to beat you because I'm the man and this is my team. But when it's time to make the final shot, I'm going to shoot that final shot. I'm going to make sure to stick the dagger in your heart and prove that I'm better than you. I'm the ultimate competitor. And if you heard any stories about Mike, he can, he competed and gambled with every single thing. He's competitive about everything. He's the ultimate competitor. Is he your second? When I look at Is LeBron Michael Jordan from, second to you? Sec- second to LeBron? Let me finish my point. When I look at LeBron James, <laughs> he is the ultimate basketball player in that I every time I'm going to make the best basketball play possible. Whether that means I pass it or shoot it, it depends on the play, mm. but I'm always going to make the best possible basketball play. Mm. And I'm and I'm thinking with a team mentality, I'm going to make the best possible play for our team in this specific situation. Mm. It's not about my glory, it's about the glory of the team. Um so It depends on the context. Sometimes you really would much rather have that killer. You'd much rather have that person that's going to go for it because you know that their will for themselves may will the rest of the team. But overall, basketball IQ, versatility, athleticism, plays. Yes, Jordan is my number two. (laughs) And LeBron is the greatest. (laughs) He, he,
2: He waited to just. You know, people, people, you would get a lot of folk mad. Uh, sure. These are very, uh, you know, sensitive topics to, to a lot of people. Well, you know, mm. it's
0: one thing I think people grew up with Michael Jordan and we grew up, um, you know, they were calling Michael Jordan the greatest while he was still playing, you know, that he was being called the greatest alive, the greatest player ever while he was still playing. So, I and, and the NBA – like three things really merged together um to their peak all together with Jordan. So with Jordan you have the emergence of Nike and the emergence of the Air Jordan shoe and the emer- emergence of sneaker culture. You have the emergence of NBA um being on TV on a regular regular basis and having more exposure. You also have the emergence of Gatorade mm. as the key Sports drink, the number one sports drink. All of these things come together at once in society and in culture to put a stamp on Michael in a way that no other player could have a stamp on. You know, Bird, Bird, and Magic paved the way for Michael to be the ultimate NBA superstar. You know, when you you know when you think of what you know the NBA is as a league and a conglomerate, it's 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 the house that that Michael built.
2: You feel that way?
0: Yeah, the bird and magic laid the first bricks, yeah. but it's the house that Michael built. Michael, Nike, Gatorade, all, you know all these things coming together. You know he was the first to turn athletes into key marketing pieces like that. So people have that memory and that culture, and you know people still go nuts over Jordans to this day. They haven't made any new ones in like twenty years. They keep recycling the same old ones, but. um that's you know Space Jam, you throw Space Jam in there. Yeah. So you know there's a cultural piece that you've been taught from day one. Just like none of us have seen, you know, all of us were too young to see Muhammad Ali, but we all we've all been taught that Muhammad is the greatest of all time. So no matter what, what else we see, no, nothing could ever convince us that Muhammad Ali isn't the greatest of all time. So I think part of the reason that LeBron gets hate. It's because his existence challenges the narrative that Jordan is the greatest of all time. But he's number two to you. So, you know, all that's out the window. Well, you know, I think <laughs> outside the box. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, and that's what we do here at Grits & Glory. I, I appreciate we don't it want you, you-,
2: you gave two very even, like, profiles of the greatness of two great players. But LeBron's number one and Jordan for you is number two. That's correct. For me. That's yes. how, that's how, that's how I, I that's what I
0: hear when, I, when yes. I'm listening to it, Yeah. So, um. but the goal here of Grits and Glory is we, you know, we don't want you to think how we think. We just want to challenge your thinking. It's we just want you to think outside the box and challenge your thinking and maybe motivate, pull something out of, look at things from a different angle. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're getting close to time. To, I don't want to call this, what do we call this? The LeBron episode? Power Still stick with power. I, I think
2: guess. I think that that fits. Yeah, power. I mean, power, power. I think that fits. We talked about two powerful black dudes. Black, two powerful black dudes who changed the game. Two powerful black ballers. Yeah, they balls. All you right,
0: know?
2: and uh, yeah, all and networking was a and part. Networking of... was a big part of it. You're yeah. right. You're right.
0: That was powerful. What you did this. What you did this morning was powerful.
2: Hey, I got a lot of energy and power from it because, you know, when people come together to share best practices to, you know, further the opportunities for other people, that's, you know, I think that's what we're all about here. That's
0: real power. And we gave another big up to the fathers for Father's Day, another belated fi- Father's that's Day shout power. out. Yeah. And that's power there. Fatherhood is power. For sure. So uh, I want to thank SB. I might here, have to man. drop the tro- troll king because there was there was literal <laughs> there was like little to no trolling today. Hey, <laughs> you
2: know, let's be the powerful one. I, I said a few episodes ago. I, I don't. I, I don't troll on command. I just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. And he's back. I don't and, troll on command. The wisdom, the NBA statistician, getting, getting, making sure we were right on all our years and everything. Mister Hoop Dreams himself, Mister Soul in the Hole. Oh man, <laughs> the God Pause, the god name Super Saiyan. Pause on that. EA, wait a minute before I say it. I am Juan Grits. Thank you for listening to Grits and Glory
1: and EA. Why don't you send them all home? All right, let's, let's, let's let us all just. Go out here and, and try and be the best human beings we can be. De- we can be- oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> let's try and be the best human beings we can be. That's word. All right, appreciate you, Pete. Even care. when you make Peace. a mistake, you're still the best human being you could be. Um, I try. I There's, try. No <laughs> There's no mistakes. And no mistakes. Mister Hoop Dreams
0: himself. Grace wow. and glory to the pod. We out. Yeah. Uh, King James got the power. <laughs> MJ got the power. S B E A and J G, we all got the power. Man, mm. gotta be about the power. Got the power. Mm. You gotta be about the power. Got the power. Every minute, every hour. Hey, you gotta be about the power. Got the power. Don't be a pussy, Don't be a punk. You gotta go to the hole and straight jump If you can't get up then hit back past the lane And hit that three and shoot it right up in they face A crossover and a nice assist is very good If you can do it very swift At the same time the game don't get kicked Cause you don't wanna have to lay up and miss that's power if you get your stuff just picked Against the glass of the backboard and your face split That's power if your shot just don't hit Or you D that man up and he can't do shit I'm telling straight power when you in the lane But you gotta see the game outside of the game You gotta know that these people making money off your name And if your friends and family they should do the same But if they don't listen and they can't play by the rules They can still be friends and family But they can't do business, fool That's how you gotta do it You gotta keep it cool I'm trying to give you some game Give you some powerful tools So that like a power tool Like a saw. When we come through It's the grits and grow we coming raw And nothing's more powerful Than the raw law Give you all that knowledge That you know colder than coleslaw And I told y'all before I tell y'all again We are your family and your friends, but this is a business. So make sure you subscribe, share, and like and comment so we can get our chips. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite rapper. Power. Power Ricks. Power. 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 Juan Grit Straight Power. 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 SP Straight Power. 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 EA, that's power. Power. Keep yeah we be running the studio no. until p.m producer matt run out of power oh man can you tell we love doing this it's, we out Chris and glory is the power power oh.